0: What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to do to finally fix your damn financial situation or get way ahead once and for all? You need two tools to become financially comfortable, to become financially abundant. The shovel and the level. I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show. It's another Money Monday here where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. So I had a pretty cool opportunity this weekend. I got to go up to visit Lori's. 95-year-old grandpa. And when you meet this guy, you wouldn't believe he's 95. You'd think he's maybe in his upper 70s, no exaggeration. So he's still really sharp and really talkative and has a lot of really neat things to offer. And he had told two stories, and I guess I should frame it a little bit better. Whenever we bring him up there, We always ask him inquisitive questions and we pull stories out of them so we can learn as much about him and and his family as possible and, and, you know, kind of where Lori's from. And we actually set out a recorder to record it on our phone. So because we ask him all these really cool questions, we get some great answers. And in those answers are some really valuable stories. Now, there's two of them that I'm going to share with you today regarding money. And the reason I wanted to share them is we all know that hindsight is twenty twenty. And, and here's a 95-year-old man, right, almost 100 years old, who gets to look back with hindsight and see the results of his decisions and be able to reflect on what happened and then pass that on to you and I. And we are able to then get the answers to the test. When you can learn from someone who's already had an experience then that becomes the answers to the test that we are currently living. It helps us make our decisions. So that's why I wanna share these two stories with you. The first one is this. His name is Al, and Al's business had burnt down. Now, this was about 65 years ago. His business burnt down, and he didn't have the right insurances, and unfortunately, it left him and his family financially ruined, Now picture 65 years ago, we're talking in the early to mid 60s. So there's not a a ton of great options for quickly rebuilding your wealth the way that there are today. But he wasn't going to accept financial ruin either as a result for his family. This was a hardworking man with a lot of pride and, and was always willing to do whatever it took in order to be successful. And so he asked himself, if I had to pull myself out of financial ruin as fast as possible, what's the best option for me to do this? And for context, he was living up in, in Marquette, Michigan, which is in the middle of nowhere, basically, you know, between the US and Canada, freezing winters that are like eight months long, very small towns, very blue collar. So we're not talking about what's my opportunity in New York City or what's my opportunity in California. This is what's my opportunity in a freezing cold town in the middle of nowhere 65 years ago. And at the time, the best paying jobs in the town were if you were willing to work down in the mine. And so he said, that's what I got to do. I'm going to go get a job working in the mine. It's the highest paying job in the area. And I'm going to work that thing so damn much that I'm able to pull my family out of financial ruin and into prosperity as soon as I can. Now, I'm sure there's different labor laws today. (laughs) But remember, this is 65 years ago in a small town. And he went and and got that job. It's not a very highly coveted job. That's why it was the highest paid job in the the entire town, right? Working down in a mine is dangerous and it's nasty and the whole nine yards. So he went and he got that job. And he said, I want to work as many hours as you can possibly give me. So what they do, they went on to give him 365 days in a row, 12 hours a day without a single day off for an entire year worth of work. Now, because he was willing to work 12 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days for a year without a single day off in the highest paying job available in this town, he was able to pull them out of financial ruin and right back into a good, comfortable lifestyle by the end of that year. He jokes around about the furniture his wife was able to buy again and the lack of financial stress that he was able to create for his family just one short year of, of rolling up his sleeves and choosing to work 12 hours a day. I hope this is sinking in. 12 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days in a row without a single day, a single weekend, a single anything off. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go work in a mine. And I'm actually not even suggesting that you work 12 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days in a row. But what I am suggesting is that when you're in a bad financial place, many times we are not willing to do what it takes. We're not willing to see it as a sprint. We're not willing to realize that one year of not being so happy could set up all the rest of our years forever. Imagine in today's society, if you did what it took for one year to make an extra 50 grand and then just let it sit there for 40 years compounding. Imagine if you did what it took to make an extra 100 grand and invested it properly and let it sit there and grow over 20, 30, 40 years. Imagine how you'd set your family's future up forever by doing that. One tough year of sweating it out. Imagine what you could do with any kind of focused financial sprint. But how bad do you want it? Are you living in the comfort crisis, like the book that I've been reading recently? Or are you willing to roll up your sleeves and and take the punches for one year straight like Al did? In order to, to pull himself out of financial ruin and into absolute abundance, they ended that year in absolute abundance. It set them right back up for the, for the rest of his life. So, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to do to finally fix your damn financial situation or get way ahead once and for all? You need two tools to become financially comfortable, to become financially abundant the shovel and the level. The shovel is what Al did. He went out and he shoveled as much damn money as he could in the back of his pickup truck, seven days a week, 12 hours a day, 365 days in a row. The shovel is your income earning tool. How much money can you shovel into your bank account with some hard, concentrated effort? The level is the other tool you need. Because you can't out shovel bad financial habits. The level is learning how to budget. The level is learning restraint. The level is making sure that you have balanced out your budget, that you know where this money is going intentionally as you shovel it and shovel it and shovel it and shovel it into your bank account. Those are the two tools that Al used 65 years ago to pull his family out of financial ruin after a fire and into absolute abundance. The shovel and the level. Are you willing to go out there and shovel your ass off and make sure you're using the level to stay balanced? That was the first great lesson that he gave us. The second great lesson was this. We asked him, what was one of your biggest regrets? You you get to look back on 95 years. What do you wish you would have done differently? And he knew the answer immediately. He said, you know, the one thing that still haunts me today, I had an opportunity. About 65 years ago, right around the time that this was happening. As a matter of fact, it was right after he pulled him his family out of financial ruin and got some money. So about 65 years ago or so, I had the opportunity to buy 650 wooded acres for just sixteen thousand dollars. Imagine buying six hundred and fifty acres for just sixteen thousand dollars. But instead, I took that sixteen thousand dollars and I built a house with it. Now, that house just sold, ironically, a couple months ago. And that $16,000 home that he built because his wife wanted a good home, and that's understandable. And he wanted to provide a good house for his his family. That's understandable. And this is the beginning of, you know, the banks selling all the propaganda around homeownership is your best investment. That's understandable. But because he chose, and this is his words, to spend that $16,000 building that home. Instead of that same $16,000 buying that 650 wooded acres, he lost out on millions and millions of dollars. You see, that home just sold a couple months ago for 240 grand. And he said, hey, that's impressive, right? I turned $16,000 into $240,000. Now, he didn't sell the house recently. It's traded hands a few times, but he saw in the market that it just sold for 240,000. He said, except that same $16,000 had I bought all of that wooded land, that 650 acres, it'd be worth over $6.5 million today. Here's the importance of that lesson. Don't give in to the luxuries before you've truly earned them. Or you could say, sometimes you got to make a hard choice of delayed gratification. You could have built that home a couple of years later. Sometimes you've got to make a tough choice of delayed gratification in order to risk it all and invest it where your gut's telling you to invest it. Listen to your intuition, open your eyes and say, where should I be putting my money right now instead of something like my house that I live in? He could have rented a couple more years. He could have found a great place to live without building that $16,000 home that would, had he bought the 650 acres, be worth $6.5 million today. Those were two great financial lessons that we got out of many, many lessons when we got to visit with Al. 95 years of of wisdom, Lori's grandpa. Now, I hope I get a lot more years of, of going up and having these conversations with him. We do it every single year intentionally. We put it on the calendar. We make sure it happens. So I hope I get a lot more years of this wisdom shared with me. But if not, I wanted to at least share that wisdom with you. Some of you will take it. Some of you won't. But for those of you that do, imagine the enriched life that you can truly live by using the answers to the test of someone who's already been there, done that. Thanks for listening. Always love and appreciate you. And don't forget, if you want me to keep you financially focused, I'll send you a positive money mantra every single morning. Just text me the word daily to 310 421 0416. Totally free, no strings attached. It's just my act of service. I've been doing it for a year now and thousands and thousands and thousands of you get it every single morning. I love your responses. You want me to text you positive money mantra? Go ahead and text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Thanks for listening.